the odd wet day isn't necessarily such a bad thing, but we're running a streak of about five days and we're starting to head into the rainy season, which leads into the typhoon season. So basically from the beginning of August till about the end of October, it's a little bit of a crapshoot. Anything can happen. The downside is that when it's wet like this, I don't really want to do much because funnily enough, I don't like getting wet. I have an umbrella with me at all times. In fact, it's the only reason I carry a backpack during the summer. Chances are good I'm going to lose an umbrella, but I'm not likely to forget a backpack, so I take the backpack. Problem solved. But the downside is that I don't always want to carry that backpack with me. And yesterday was a prime example. I got soaked. I got drenched. It was a short downpour. didn't last very long, but I was as close to in the middle of it as possible. And I couldn't even get a taxi to go where I wanted to go and then had to find a way to dry off before I could find a taxi that would actually take me. So it was one series of problems. I got through it. I usually do. And at least it wasn't 117 taxis. And I use that number for a reason. There was one afternoon where I counted 117 taxis that went past me before I got one, all thanks to a rainstorm. And of course, beautiful girls sort of get in the way of that too. And by that, I mean, they get the taxis. I don't. And yes, that's happened on several occasions, so I actually have something to complain about. But then again, I suppose that uh, that's just the way the world works. All things considered, it's the kind of season where you're not going to do everything you want. Or if you're doing it, be prepared and have everything you need for a rainy day because they're coming. And they will be for the next 10 weeks. The one nice thing about it is, though, is it's not as hot. It only got to 28 degrees today. But 10, 28 degrees with 90-something percent humidity, it's warm. It's noticeable. And you sweat. And in my case, you become a proverbial fountain because that's just what happens. You'd think by now that I would have managed to lose a little bit more weight this way, but it hasn't really happened like that. Lost some, just not enough. The real kicker is, though, that my summer is basically halfway over and I haven't been able to do some of the things that I thought I might, especially being in Shenzhen for the whole period. Shenzhen, uh, aka Asteriskville, is an interesting place to look around in. There's a lot of things that are not necessarily obvious. You've got to sort of look, dig a little deeper. And over the last few years here, I've had an opportunity to do that. This place is constantly changing. And because it's constantly changing, those things that lurk beneath the surface, uh, they're even less obvious here. But there are signs. And I've written about some of them. The changing in the neighborhood. The fact that one of the key things that I loved about being in China, especially my first few years, was the fact that there was all of this great street food. 
it's now gone. I miss being able to have tabaza. I miss the flatbreads. I miss... I can't believe I'm going to say this because it's not as bad as it sounds and that stinky tofu. It reeks. I, I there's There's no getting away from it. It reeks. But you know what? It's absolutely delicious. And... Yes, it's an acquired taste, and you do have to get past the smell, but it's one of the few kinds of tofu I'll actually eat, and there's like 50 kinds. I've discovered that, that through all of this tofu, there's about three kinds that I like, and strangely enough, stinky tofu is one of them, and I owe that to one of the very first people I got to know and know well here in China. And she taught me about stinky tofu. And at the beginning, I literally turned up my nose at it. I held my, I held my nose. But then I tried it. And it turned out that, damn, it was good. I mean, really good. I've had some that are meh, some that are so-so, and some that are just plain delicious. Funnily enough, the first one I tried was one of those just plain delicious. But those street foods are basically all gone these days. And it's not just happening here in Asteriskville. It's happening everywhere. It's one of the it's one of the changes in cleaning up. But the sad part is is that's also one of the old charms. Those street foods and even the people that are selling them. Some of them were just just very cool people. Whether you could talk to them or not. They were just cool people and almost always had a smile on their face and they were ready to serve you just about any time actually you come out of the bar at two o'clock in the morning there were some places that were selling street food get up for work at six o'clock in the morning same thing they were there selling street food the carts would change the stalls would change even the hole in the wall restaurants would change and change often but the food was always really really good now, when we talk about Asteriskville, it's a unique situation. And by unique, I mean the fact that this place is 40 years old. That's it. 1979 was when it was declared that this was going to be the special economic zone that it has since become. And it's gone from a couple of fishing villages and a population of a couple of hundred thousand people at most to a city that is a thriving, bustling, bulging metropolis of over 15 million. Now that's an estimate. And the reason I say it's an estimate is pretty simple. There's nearly 12 million registered workers here in Asteriskville. Now those 12 million workers are parts of families, which means that there could be parents and grandparents. And you think about it, there has to be a group of grandparents that are here because they were probably the founders of what we would call modern-day Shenzhen, a.k.a. Asteriskville. They're the ones that actually managed to make something of it. And if they didn't end up getting rich, you can guarantee that most of them ended up quite comfortable, which is understandable. They took a risk. That's what being here is. It's all a different kind of risk whether it's financial whether it's emotional whether it's relationship 
there's a risk. Now all that risk is being rewarded, but it's also being cleaned up. And it's being cleaned up in a way that sort of changes the character of the city. Because the truth is nobody's really from here. Everybody came from somewhere else. When you ask a kid what his hometown is, the truth is most of them don't say Shenzhen. They actually say where their parents come from, even though they were born and raised here. So there's a different kind of mentality about Shenzhen. Another reason for that asterisk beside anything that happens to happen here. It's different. It is asteriskville in so many ways. And when I talk about cleaning up the city, there's a lot of different topics I can go into. And you know what? I probably will over time. Some of them will surprise you. Some of them won't. But then again, that's what open secrets are. Food is an open secret here, or it used to be. Now everything's all cleaned up and you have nice little restaurants and they're all pretty and it's looking for the tourist dollar as well as the local buck. But it's not what it was. It's not even what it was when I came here a few years ago. And China has changed so much since I landed in Hong Kong that first time and then took the bus that brought me to Shenzhen before I flew north. It's a different place. And with what's going on now, I'm wondering how much more different it's going to be. Especially when you consider the fact that the first case in a few months was discovered yesterday. And funnily enough, it's not a local. It's somebody from America trying to cross in from Hong Kong. He tested positive, immediate quarantine. This is what we face. This is what's going to make more changes to my lovely express, asteriskville. Express, yeah. Well, everything is kind of express because the speed here in the city hasn't really changed. In the beginning it did. There were a lot of hiccups, a lot of bumps, a lot of roadblocks. Most of those are gone now. We still have our masks on. We still have restrictions. But really, we can get around the city. We can move around. We can get on the metro. We can do the things that we want to do, mostly. Provided we're willing to wear a mask, of course. And that's the thing about Express... <laughs> Twice in one day. That's the thing about Asteriskville. The masks are there. But what are they hiding? <laughs> 